something very telling happened in Detroit in 2015 when they basically dedicated, unveiled this devilish statue creature, I think eight, eight and a half feet tall, weighing 3,000 pounds. For you to get a ticket to attend this ceremony, those people had to sell their souls to the devil. This, this is documented. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Conversations That Matter. I am your host, Alex Newman. We have a very special guest joining us today. Uh, we have talked quite a bit here over the last year or two about the after-school Satan clubs. <laughs> yeah, true story. And uh, we have with us today uh, Moses Estevez. He is the Executive Vice President of the Child Evangelism Fellowship. This is a group that sets up kind of after-school Bible clubs for students. They're doing great work across the country. And actually, the, the Satanists uh, and their after-school Satan clubs were kind of a response to these uh, Bible clubs. Moses, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before we get into the Satanist clubs, um, talk a little bit about what you guys are doing uh, across the country with these uh, after-school uh, programs for children to learn about the Bible and, and God. Sure. Uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship has been uh, in existence since 37, so about 86 years. We have many ministries, and one of our core ministries is what we call the Good News Club. That happens once a week during the school year. And um, it gives the children the opportunity to hear a Bible lesson. They learn songs. There's uh, games. There's also a mission story. They learn about prayer. You know, they learn about the Lord and, and creative fun ways. Uh, and we hold these clubs in a variety of locations wherever children are found. We obviously love working with local churches and help them minister to children in their church. Because our heart is turned to the unchurched child for the most part. And so we hold clubs in a variety of locations. And one of our preferred locations is the public school. That's where the children are and that's where we want to minister to them. So we've had these clubs for a long, long time. And in 2001, the United States Supreme Court made a decision a vote six to three that our clubs are constitutional to take place in the uh, public schools and, and cannot be discriminated because of our content. And so that opened the doors even wider. And so thousands of locations, public schools across America will be starting this fall once again uh, with Good News Clubs where children learn about God every week. That's fantastic. And uh, so the Satanists were, were not pleased. Um, Lucian Graves uh, has been setting up these after school Satan club. We've talked about them quite a bit here at the New American Magazine. We've been uh, reporting on what's going on there, but they are after you guys. In fact, uh, you guys are the reason they got into the business of going to uh, public schools. Talk, talk to us a little bit about uh, what's going on with the after school Satan clubs and how they're coming after uh, the child um, evangelism fellowship that you guys are doing. Yeah, that strategy started in 2016. So basically, they select, uh, they don't go to any school, they select a school that has a good news club. And so they come with great PR, uh, trying to basically scare everybody that they're going to um, have the Satan Club in the public school to scare uh, the community, the, the leaders in the school district and, and so on, um, with the hopes that they're pushed out. And um, because that's their best uh, strategy is to get pushed out by the school district because once they get pushed out, they basically use the same victory we had with the Supreme Court to say, wait a minute, you can't discriminate against us. And uh, if you're gonna push us out, you need to push out everybody. So therefore 
if that happens, then they shut down the after, uh, shut down our goodness club. So that's really their strategy, uh, and they pursue uh, public schools that have goodness clubs taking place. So, uh, what do you? How do you guys respond to that? I mean, you know, I, I've got my opinion. I think the Supreme Court was way out of line when they removed prayer and Bible out of the schools. I think that was a flagrant misinterpretation of what the First Amendment was actually designed to do. But you know, that's what unfortunately most school districts are using as their policy. So, what do you say? When uh, these after-school Satanists say, well, hey, if we're going to allow Christians to to have after-school clubs, we want to be able to do our Satanist propaganda after school as well. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of ways to respond to it. Obviously, our, our biggest response is to focus on the message of the gospel and and uh, teach the children about God. And that's what we do. I, I'm re- reminded in, I, think, I believe, two, 2016, they erected in, in Boca Raton, Florida, 10 foot tall, 300 pound red pentagram uh, that had the words in it, may the children hail Satan, uh, which is a statement that's quite telling. And in contrast, Good News Clubs uh, teach children or give children the opportunity to learn about who God is, about his love for them, and learn to sing worship songs to the Lord, uh, which is very different than what they're trying to do with children. So we try that our, our our message is much stronger and better, and we obviously have a great support from the parents. Um, actually, as a matter of fact, to attend a after-school Good News Club, children have to have parental permission slips turned in. And uh, and the response from the parents is fabulous. They're very very encouraged. They want to they want us to be there. They want their children to be a part of the of that weekly club. And they usually are the ones that turn down uh, the child attending uh, the Satan club. So uh, in an ideal world, what do you think should be happening here? I mean, do do you think the schools ought to be tolerating after school Satan clubs? I mean, if they tolerated a a good news club, do you think that means they they really need to have an after school Satan club there? Yeah, if if the school immediately pushes the Satan club out, uh, there's there's a likelihood our club might be shut down as well. So we usually say the preferred strategy is let them in. Uh, Let them in because actually who shuts the club down is the parents because of all the troubles kids are going through uh, this day and age with you know drugs and gangs and and online violence i mean the list goes on and on forever the, the last thing a parent's going to do is sign a parental permission slip sending their child to a satan club and typically that's where the club dies is at the hands of the parents that are not willing to send kids to a satan club Fantastic. All right, we're going to go to break real quick and we'll come right back and talk more about this. Uh, What are the Satanists up to? Why are they after children? Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alan Keyes, and I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. Uh, Not only because Alex Newman has joined us as somebody who is periodically hosting a show, but because New American Magazine represents an alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. Welcome back to Conversations That Matter. Alex Newman here, and uh, we have a very special guest with us, the Executive Vice President of the Child Evangelism Fellowship. Uh, They do the Good News Clubs in Schools. Uh, His name is Moses Estevis. Um, Moses, uh, talk a little bit about what, what does an after-school club do? You said you present the gospel to the children. I mean, what, what does a, a normal good news club look like when, uh, when you guys are involved? 
Yeah, good news clubs are fantastic. And especially when they take place in the public school, because, you know, once the instruction time ends, then the good news club begins. And uh, I mean, you're you'll be singing, you'll be hearing in the hallways gospel songs. Uh, there will be a Bible lesson. The gospel is shared. An invitation for salvation is given to the children. Um, they will uh, also be learning about prayer and, and have an opportunity to pray in the club. There will be an activity, a game that reviews what they learned in the Bible lesson. Sometimes there's missions teaching. Uh, I mean, it's it's a packed anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half, a high powered Sunday school hour or, or session. And the kids just love it. And it's very transformational. We get stories all the time of lives being changed. I'll tell you one real quick. We'll, we'll be encouragement to you. Uh, we had two twin girls attending this Good News Club. And God began to impact their lives and change them. And because of their changed behavior and they changed lives, the parents started noticing at home the changes. And they ended up attending the church of the team teaching the Good News Club. Both parents got saved. Dad was an alcoholic. And, uh, and and God set him free from alcoholism. And there's a beautiful moment in which the family of four, so that's the two twin girls, mom and dad, all are baptized at the same time. So good news clubs are changing lives, families, communities, and uh, churches are excited about planting that lighthouse of the gospel right in the middle of their community in the public school. Fantastic. Uh, you know, there's there's been a lot of work on this by the people who oppose Christianity. In fact, um, you know, one of the things that I've done throughout my career is look at the history of the public school system. And, uh, you know, one of the guys who who is really more responsible than anybody for setting up the public school system in America today, John Dewey, is almost universally recognized as the founding father of our public school system. Uh, he was the author of the Humanist Manifesto. And one of his colleagues who also signed this Humanist Manifesto, C.F. Potter, wrote in a book that public schools were going to become the most powerful allies of humanism. You know, there's nothing that a Sunday school one hour a week is going to be able to do to combat five days of humanistic teachings. And yet you, you think that these uh, after school good news clubs, uh, they're, they're able to kind of counteract five days of teaching that really in, in many ways uh, contradicts and even minimizes the Bible and biblical truth. I mean, you guys are finding success with that. Absolutely. Listen, the power of the gospel cannot be underestimated to change lives. And once kids come to faith in Christ, they begin to get a whole different perspective on life. And then the ongoing discipleship takes place uh, as they learn God's word. And we always have truths for the saved child. How do they grow in their faith? And then we encourage them to attend the local church. Uh, of the team that is teaching the goodness club because we do do this in partnership with local churches and uh yes and we see we see transformation taking place because we're not just talking about filling the head with facts we're talking about regeneration the holy spirit comes to live inside of the child when they're uh place their faith in christ and now you have the holy spirit with you helping you and, and it's, it's it's it makes a complete difference and so we want to we have thousands and thousands of schools open for goodness clubs. And to be honest with you, what we need is more churches to partner with us, selecting a team so we can train them and then we can send them into that public school, everything they need to have a successful good news club. And so we want to encourage people to be a part of that. Some people say, well, this is going on. That's going on in the country. But listen, the doors are open right now, today, 
I don't know how long they're going to be open, but today they're open in the public schools. And all we need to do is to step up, get the training, get the materials and get started. And it's the most rewarding thing you can do with your time. Fantastic, Moses. So the, these uh, Satanists, the uh, Satanic Temple, the people doing the after school Satan clubs, um, you know, they, they kind of downplay what they're doing. They're like, oh, we don't really actually believe in a real Satan. We're not really worshiping, uh, you know, the, the prince of darkness, the prince of demons. They, they kind of take a more, uh, I guess, officially atheistic point of view here. But, um, you know, the Bible does describe Satan as a real being, um, of course, a fallen angel. Uh, do you believe what we're seeing here is really a confrontation between good and evil, between God and the prince of darkness? Yes, I, I, I do believe uh, we believers know that if you're an atheist serving your master, you're serving the devil. If you're a Satanist serving your master, you're serving the devil. It's all the same, the same thing. And, um, you know, something very telling happened in Detroit in 2015 when they basically dedicated, unveiled this devilish statue creature, I think eight, eight and a half feet tall, weighing 3,000 pounds. And what they did is the, for, the, for you to get a ticket to attend this ceremony, the, those people had to sell their souls to the devil. This, this is documented. Uh, think about that and think about the contrast of a goodness globe where the children will hear the gospel of Christ and will be given an opportunity to place their faith in Christ for salvation. What a difference that message is. And uh, listen, we want to encourage people to go to cefonline.com, cefonline.com. We have a beautiful chapter finder because we have 400 offices in the USA. They can put their zip code, find out their local CEF office, and, and contact that local director and figure out how they can get involved, or even just sit in the back of the room and watch a Good News Club. It will transform your life to be part of this amazing work of God, which is to pass the knowledge of God to the next generation. There is no more important task you can do in this country. Awesome, Moses. Um, we are almost out of time, but uh, you know what you're doing, I think, is just um, just extraordinary. Um, what, what would you say if you were talking to the Lucian Graves right now? I mean, what would you say to him about his efforts? I mean, what would you say to him about your efforts and, and about what's happening in our country and what's happening in the schools? <laughs> I've had the opportunity to do that in, 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 in some interviews in the past, since this has been going around since 2016. And uh, he, he needs to get saved, number one. He needs to give his heart to Christ. Uh, and we've read the Bible. We know how the story ends. We know that it's God that wins and Satan is, is punished for eternity. Uh, so this is a lost cause for him and, and for his people. And, um, and God has a better message because that that whole atheism, Satanism thing is is a hopeless thing. There's no there's nothing beyond the death and, and a lot of hopelessness. What we what Christians present is a message of hope, strength and encouragement uh, that God provides today for the challenges we face as we live in this broken world, but also the hope of eternal life with Christ in heaven, uh, the message of Christianity. Christianity is a strong transformational message, and his message is is a dead end. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's so obvious how much they hate the Bible. Uh, they just had the Satan Con in Boston, and uh, right at the opening ceremony there, they just kind of went wild, ripping apart the Bible and shrieking. It, you know, it's very very sad to see that, and I hope people will pray. 
uh, for these individuals. Uh, Moses, before we let you go, uh, one more time, how can people find you guys, get in touch, even get involved? Sure. CEFonline.com. Um, go there and find a, a CF office close to you. Get involved. You know, pray, donate, teach. We especially need uh, all these clubs we do in public schools. We do in partnership with local churches. So go talk to your pastor and form a church, form a group in your church. We'll help you with everything you need. We'll take care of op- unlocking the public school uh, for your club. We'll, we'll provide the literature, the training, the liability insurance, everything you can possibly think we'll provide. And you'll have the joy of planting this amazing lighthouse in the center of your community because the public school is the center of the community. And uh, and you'll be able to every week teach the word of God. When the parents come and pick up the kids at the end of club, what a great opportunity to develop relationships, invite the whole family to church. I'm telling you, it's one of the most powerful ministries, outreach ministries that a local church can do. Well, Moses, we uh, thank you very much for what you're doing. Thank you for spending a little time with us today. Uh, folks, go check it out. Uh, you know, these uh, people, they, they really are up against the satanic temple, <laughs> like literally in the truest sense of the term. And so uh, I hope to check it out. Uh, thanks again for watching. I'm Alex Newman. This is Conversations That Matter. Till next time, God bless you all.